Can you sell a house when the seller is in jail? Yeah, great question. And this is something that happened to me about 10 years ago. We're going to talk about it on the other side of the intro. Friends, this did happen to me about 10 plus years ago. There was a home just north of Toronto where the seller uh, was incarcerated. And in fact, I partnered with the listing agent on this one. He reached out to me because I knew the area a little bit better. And we partnered together and got this home sold. But what an interesting story. What an interesting uh, you know, concept of how this unfolded. Of course, I got it, it, it allowed me uh, this opportunity to learn a lot as well as many of the other agents. And, and yes, he got a listing, my partner got a listing where the seller had been incarcerated. Imagine that listing presentation. <laughs> Anyways, here's, here's how it happened. And then we'll kind of unfold the story a little bit. So this home had actually sat vacant for about 10 plus years. And at that time, the seller was of course, incarcerated in jail for that amount of time. And prior to him going into jail, you would almost call it uh, a hoarder environment. There's lots and lots and lots of items left in that house. I don't know how they lived in or how he lived in the house because there was kind of pathways all throughout it and we had to empty it a little bit. We did it as best as we could just so we could have showings within the house. And of course, we were going to be selling it as is. And and of course, with the uh, lawyer's direction and and everything like that. So uh, the son... Uh, who who actually brought forward this listing to my partner? Uh, that was that's where the listing presentation obviously happened, and my partner had to put together a plan on how we were going to get this home sold. Obviously, with the with the the seller, the actual seller, the actual owner of the property being incarcerated. So a couple of things happens there, and uh, the, with with the lawyers obviously direction, as I mentioned, uh, the son was able to obtain power of attorney. Uh, for this property, which meant they had the signing authority from the from the actual owner to what they could do with the property, and that was obviously to dispose of uh, the property. Disposition of the property is the is the technical term of it, but we won't get into the technicalities of it. Uh, so this was pretty interesting. Of course, when you go into a house that hasn't been really lived in in ten years, you can expect uh, many things wrong with it, and there was a lot of things wrong with it. Uh, back split uh, property, so you can imagine what that. As you walk in, you have you know your living room and kitchen on the on the main floor. Then you walk up to the three or four bedrooms, and then you walk down to the you know maybe a big family room and another bedroom, if I can rec- uh, recall correctly. And then a, you walk back towards the front of the house in the basement, and then there's another basement. There might have even been another basement. I don't recall that specifically, but of course, uh, as we all know, houses aren't built forever. You got to take care of them, and uh, this home needed everything, obviously from it was it hadn't been updated in many 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 years so from a decor perspective but really obviously or also from a in a sense a structural perspective new windows of course the roof had been long gone uh meaning it was leaking and things like that so there was there was water within the house especially when obviously when it rained incredibly hard i remember i was doing a showing and it was pouring there one day inside and outside. So we had to get this home sold uh, as quick as possible. And at this time in this area, uh, north of Toronto, there were not a lot of 
fixer-uppers like this. This had, this had been uh, obviously a home that had been left to, to basically rot for many, many years, and all the homes around it were beautiful uh, refurbished homes or infill properties. That means homes knocked down and rebuilt, and there this was definitely an opportunity for somebody to go in and purchase this home, and with it being 10, I think it was about, yeah, had to be 10 years ago, maybe even more, uh, this home garnished a lot of attention because when we came out at the at the asking price, we thought it was a fair asking price. the The strategy was obviously to list the property and then have a twenty four hour irrevocable. So that meant the lawyer was able to review the 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 offer and or, or offers and of course have an offer date. Well, wouldn't you know it? I hosted two open houses there. We had well over a hundred hundred groups uh, through the open houses. We had to you know I had to ask more agents to come help me and show the property because of the state of the property. And of course, the number of people, the number of showings on this property. And in fact, I believe we had approximately 25 offers on this property as well. So of which I submitted five for customers uh, for that had come through the property and reached out to me and asked if I could write an offer. I said, yes, here are the, here's the high-level details. I will not be negotiating on your behalf, but I will be, uh, at that time, we could have clients or customers, which meant I could represent or submit offers for multiple people. I gave them the guidelines, and everyone knew that I, that I was doing that. And wouldn't you know it, uh, I think I had the second and third highest offers by the end of the day. It wasn't one of our our offers that got accepted, but we had, I think it was well over 20 offers by the end of the night and, and an offer did get accepted and closed quite quickly. So can you sell a house if you have the seller that's incarcerated or in jail? The answer is yes. Of course, there's some legal pieces that have to come into play, like the power of attorney who has that. Sometimes uh, it could be another family member or a business consultant or somebody or a representative that uh, the lawyer or the bank will provide a representative in some cases. Now, this home was free and clear, so there was no banking or no lending uh, ramifications on this, so that made it a lot easier when there's no mortgage on the property, so that's a good thing. And of course, the lawyer was able to work through with the son, the power of attorney, and our listing agent, uh, my, my business partner at the time, was able to walk the 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 son or the power attorney through the process and get a deal done. But it was pretty interesting, uh, very very interesting. And in fact, when when I submitted or sorry, when I received inquiries of the property, it was only listed for a week, and I received a number of inquiries of the property. Of course, there was news articles about the seller. We won't get into that just uh, over this podcast about the seller uh, committing the crime uh, in fact. So we disclosed that and because that might uh, have a gauge or a preference on whether or not somebody wants to submit an offer because it was, it was a pretty heinous crime. Fortunately for all parties involved, the crime was not committed at the property. It was committed elsewhere. But in some cases, that's going to uh, have an effect on whether or not you want to own this property or not, or a future buyer might might not want to own this property just based on some of that information. So we disclosed all that information. And uh, we, again, I showed it a number of times, of course, the, the open houses and the offers that we put together. But man, what, did it, what an experience that was. I got to learn the process from it, especially being a newer agent way back then. So yes, you can sell a property if the seller has been incarcerated or is incarcerated 
incarcerated. It is in jail. Of course, you need the right pieces in place, a great lawyer, power attorney, and a great listing agent and team to get this thing done. So there you have it. You know, when you've been in this business as long as I have, you do learn some pretty interesting things and you see some interesting things. You get to experience some interesting things. So there you have it, my friends. We'll see everybody in the next episode. Goodbye for now.